right at 7 o'clock on Wednesday, July 29th. Thanks for joining the podcast edition of the Morning Reboot. We hope hope we can uh, relieve some of the boredom of your day. We hope we can fill you with a stream of content. (laughs) Uh, What else can I do? You're in luck. I hope you guys stick around, and we hope the show flows together. Floyd's, uh, Floyd just peed, and... Uh, I sure did. Secret uh, inside baseball here. So as soon as I log into Clean Feed, I start recording everything. Do you really? Yeah, so do you want me Add to... Add it. What's that? Add it. It's real. Everyone pees, and I had to go. Look, it's something everybody does. And maybe if I play, if I can edit your stream (laughs) in. Did you see that reporter last week? Some, wherever it was, a viewer noticed that this woman had a weird, like, nodule on her neck. And she called or tweeted into the station and said, hey, I had this kind of cancer. You should get yourself checked out. And it, like, it maybe saved her life. It happened to Deborah Norville on Inside Edition. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe if I play your stream, we can have like a urologist go. That man is in good health. Yeah, that was a that was a good Tom Hanks pee from a league of their own. Um, no, I, I, it's a slow day today, so I just want to ask you. Well, obviously, uh, so you you've got to leave early, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. I am going to run and do some more blood work before I have to work at 10.45, but St. Anne starts at 10.15, so I'm going to try to get there a bit early, but just in case I'm a little bit woozy, my mom is going to take me. Okay. Um, And you have a show Friday night or Thursday night in Ashtabula? That's Ohio, right? Yes, that is like um, south of Cleveland, so I I will be missing that hotbed, so yeah, we're good. Ashtabula County is still in the green area with because of the COVID. So are you are you going? Is anybody going with you? Is Elijah? Um, gonna... I think my friend David might go with me, but they won't listen. It's okay. Knowing me, I may wake up tomorrow and be like, I don't want to do the show because it's a three hour drive and I don't feel like it. Is it that far? Wow. Yeah, like two two hours and forty minutes last time I went. So I've just logged on or pu- or opened up my brand new iPhone, and uh, I'm yeah, it's two hours and forty six minutes right on the dot. There you go. Wow, it is like right on the water too. Wow. Oh yeah, it's like a resort town. It's past it. Wow, it's like an hour past Cleveland, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's like it's close to it's closer to Erie, Pennsylvania than it is Cleveland. Ugh. All right. Like I said, I could wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what? I ain't going to make it. And you would come back or you would stay there that night? No, I would come back because the show's at 8 and will be done by 11. Because keep in mind, their bars have to close at 11. Um, Even though that's not Cleveland, it's not different for Ashtabula? I think they're just going to do it just to be safe. No, it makes sense. So she was like, you'll be done by 11. I said, eh, 11. 12, 1, 1.30. All right, that's fine. I don't go to bed till 2 anyway, so we'll be fine. We'll be... And if not, there's like, they have like all the, the like the red roof ends on the, on the turnpike anyway. I could always be like, hey, here's $50. Just give me a room for like the next 
four hours. By pay by the hour? No, 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 no. Because like checkouts at like noon. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, pay by the hour places. You know what those places are for, right? Those are for getting your your penis wet. Yes, yes, indeed. Um. <laughs> so, did you watch the old guard last night? No, I had my tacos and came home and went to sleep. Did you post any pictures? No, because they didn't look very picture worthy. I really wanted- mine are very basic. I only get like meat and cheese. That's it. Like no lettuce or Ew, sour no. cream lettuce, or lettuce tomatoes. Tastes like air. Hmm. And I didn't do sour cream because I normally love sour cream, but I did. Yeah, that's it. I was very basic last night. What kind of margarita? I had two raspberries, and then I realized I'm not a margarita person. Like in theory, margaritas sound good, but after like two of them, I get like an instant headache. So I just, yeah. Is it the sugar? Probably. Now that you're thinking about it, I thought it was the tequila, to be honest. But um, yeah, I was just like, um, I don't want to have a headache, and it's hot. So I just went from that to my. Vodka and water because I'm trying to cut out carbonation because of my surgery, which was hard because I did have a sip of a white claw. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, damn it. I'm not supposed to have carbonation this week. I'm trying to wean myself off of it. Um, it's int- I, I did want to talk about, about food this morning. I was hoping – I'm hungry this morning, so I was hoping you were going to tease me with some delicious taco stories. No. Um, I mean – I love you, George. I love George's. They're bar tacos. They're not authentic. (laughs) So I was reading. Everyone in the kitchen is Caucasian, and everyone who orders tacos are black and white. Like, I don't think they're. Ooh, Linda's partner. She's Latina. So there's like one person of Latina descent last night who ordered tacos. But other than that, they're not authentic tacos, I promise you. I was uh, I was reading an Ed Sheeran story and he was talking about uh, some addiction oh, he's issues. So he is, and I guess he's just enjoying being married now and, and not touring. And he was cranking out a lot of music there all the time and touring. And um, so he said, "I'm reading out John's book at the moment, and there are so many things that he did uh, that he did that I do." He would be like, I would just go on an ice cream binge and eat four fucking desserts until I threw up. And I was like, oh, I've done that before. Or his martini binges where he sees how many martinis he can drink. I've done that before. And um, this is this is an issue that, that, that I have. And it, thankfully, it's, it's not personally destructive and it's still not good and things that I'm not really proud of. He acknowledged he would tend to not behave moderately, particularly when it came to his relationship with food and alcohol. I think with addiction, it's very hard to moderate, but moderation is the key. Uh, I'm covered in tattoos, and I don't do things by halves. So if I'm going to drink, I kind of see no point in having a glass of wine. I'd rather have two bottles of wine. I, uh, Not that I'm a wine person, but I can totally relate to that. And um, when it comes to food as well, you know me. It's like when I eat dinner, it's chicken over salad. But when it's pizza, it's a whole fucking pizza. Mm. What about a pizza to go last night? It's in the refrigerator. At least you didn't eat it last night. You're you're moderating. Because drunk Floyd cares about sober Floyd. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna fuck this up in the morning. Um, I get that, but I don't know. See, but when I I I was talking about this with someone. I'm one of those people. Like when I drink, I know to cut myself off. So. I'm not, I don't know if I drink that way, 
Like if I'm drinking, like, oh, I might as well just kill the rest of the bottle. There's only no, I can't do that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not a, it's not something that I'm I'm real proud of, and it's not. I don't. But know. I get the food thing because if I order a twenty piece, we fucking this twenty piece up right now. Right. Right. We're right, not right. saving three for later or five for later. No, we order twenty. That's what we that. It has been my honor to serve with you, stomach. We're eating twenty nuggets. And maybe I'm rationalizing here, but if I go out somewhere, which is rare, but like when I went out to dinner uh, with Juliana and Faye and Josh a bunch of weeks ago, like I had one drink and I was fine. Like I didn't feel, I I didn't feel compelled to drink more or finish off the night when I got home. I had one drink. I was responsible, and it was it's more proof that I I could go out somewhere for anything on a weeknight mm-hmm. and enjoy something. But more so, you know, it was, I, I, I just because I had one didn't mean I need to have three more before calling it a night because I'm, um, I have a sense of duty. I got to get my ass in here in the morning. So, but I, the, the, what are they, they, uh, they used to call me two dinner Teddy because I used to order two meals and eat that. Okay. At dinner? Yeah. Huh. So it was an interesting article. Okay. Um, this is not interesting, but I still want to Uh-oh. talk about wine. What is, what's my interest? Are we going to talk about demon sperm at some point today? Do you want to? Because I don't. <laughs> we can we can get into that. She's a nut job. I, I know. Said, that's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. L- 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 let me finish up our drinking segment, and then I'll get us into that. <laughs> so. Dwayne Wade is out marketing something. I I think it's called Budweiser Bud Zero. It is non-alcoholic Bud with 50 calories. Um, So I'll say, why would you buy that? Um, It's like when people who drink O'Doul's. Right. I'm like, no one likes the taste of beer, do you guys? Right. Okay, my bad. And (laughs) his, his spiel is, you know, I'm older now, but I still want to be out and have a drink. Um, okay, well, get an iced tea or a water or a, a soda. Non-alcoholic uh, and 50 calories? No thanks. And to show you that this is not something that's ever going to be a thing, I don't even know if O'Doul's still exists. But for Yeah, a, they still, some places do. For a year, there's been a Heineken version of this. And it didn't, I, that's the first I've heard of it. So, and it goes back to, you know, if I'm going to have one, I'd rather have more. So I'd rather just have zero. Do you think it, it's for like um, the people who are in recovery who still want to feel like they're out with friends? Although I don't think you should be in a bar if you're like in recovery. But some people are, they're good with their recovery. Like they've been in recovery for like seven to 10 years. Maybe they just want to go out with their friends and have that taste. Do you think it's a good Way to help them. No, because I, I, I think if I taste beer, and if I had a, if I had like a beer addiction, I don't like beer. I think if I taste like the O'Doul's or like the Zero Bud Light, I'd I'd relapse. I'm like, well, if I'm drinking this bitter ass shit, I might as well have a real one. Right, right, and I, I, I and and maybe some people are wired differently, depending on how your brain works. You know, maybe it it is a reasonable substitute. It's like being on the patch or something for smoking. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a, that's a, uh, a psychological thing, uh, and a body chemistry thing. But I would, I would agree with you. And 
uh, being out there and then having that taste. Um, He's at 50 calories? Yeah, so it's not that alcoholic. That sounds like being bloated for no reason. That's not a lot of calories, but I, if I'm going to drink something non-alcoholic, I want it to have zero calories. Like That's why my beverage, my go-to beverages for, I would say, like 80% of me drinking, I'll have uh, a soda once or twice a week, maybe, but it's water, coffee, or alcohol. <laughs> there's nothing miss, There's nothing in the middle. I miss pop so bad. Mm. I haven't had since January. You're doing great. Stick with it. I know. I know. I mean, happy. The year's almost over, so I ain't going back. So we're good. Um, let's see. Wait, being out at a bar, drinking, recovery. You said something, and then I had a thought, and then it escaped me. Um, yeah, it seems too tempting to, to drink something that tastes like it. Oh, here, here I remember now. But your your point isn't a sound one. If if alcohol, like any kind of it, whether it's whiskey, uh, another kind of liquor, a mixed drink, anything we we drink. If it didn't give us a buzz or get us drunk, would we drink it? And I think the answer might be no. Because, no. Because, you know, all those beer commercials, they're not refreshing. It might be refreshing because <laughs> it, because it's cold, but ice cold, refreshing. It doesn't quench your thirst. It, it, in fact, it probably does the opposite, I think. It, it's actually funny that you say that because, like, if you – I remember being – this is a funny story. I'm going to totally – my brain's going to mess it up, but, like, I think you'll get to the point of it. Being younger and living in Arizona, we didn't have snow. But, like, the um, Budweiser commercial would always come on around Christmas. And I was, I would always tell my dad, I want one of those. He's like, you don't want no little beer. I didn't know what beer was. I was like, I want one. Because in my head, I always associated the beer with the horse <laughs> for around Christmas. So I'm just like, I want the beer horse. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I mean? You, would you would you drink alcohol if, if it didn't intoxicate no, you? No, that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, I did. I if it didn't get me drunk, no. But being a younger person, I just wanted to drink it so I'd be a horse. However, my mom always says no one drinks alcohol for the taste. I'm right. like, you right, Donna. You right. I think I forgot that part of the story, but yeah, she always used to say that no one drinks it for the taste. Right. I was like, you right. Where's the lie? <laughs> there is none. None. None has been detected. Um, also one final drinking note, the BG Dora kicks into gear tomorrow. Uh, they, they got that going thing. They got it going real fast. So tomorrow it starts. Oh, in Wood County? Yeah. In BG downtown, I guess Main Street. They gonna mess it up for the rest of us. Y'all stay in Wood County. Don't come up to Lucas. Oh, they'll, they'll be We're fine. We're doing good. They'll be fine. Um, all right. So I'll slide us over into this. Uh, I, I read it. I read the article where I think some of this came from. So in Newsweek, a, a place that I, I, I'm not averse to reading stories on, and I would find it pretty believable. Um, where do you, where do you, first question, where do you get your news from? Like, are there several news sites that you go to? Please, yes. Where do you go? I go, so my first and for the first and first one I check out is always yahoo.com. Okay. I don't know why, but when they do like their little slide feed, I feel like the first three stories are sh- stuff I try to look for. So I'm like, sweet. Um, and then, uh, I normally just go to you, YouTube. YouTube, sorry, no, I'm not that person. Yahoo, and then I think the Associated Press is one of my other ones. Okay, solid and sources. Then, yeah, so like I, I try to keep it neutral, even though we know I'm on the certain side of history with mm-hmm. all others. 
So, like, I try to keep it neutral, and then I am guilty. I am a CNN checker. I can't lie. But, like, that's always third on my list to be like, I wonder if they're agreeing with what the other people are saying. And normally, they normally don't. But, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I would say Associated Press, Yahoo, and um, CNN. Sorry, there we go. Okay. Forgot. When I need to get like news or just to see what's going on, and I'm not, ta- I'm glad you're the same. Like, well, because too many people get their news from social media, and I'm not counting that. So I'll go to USA Today, CNN. I've been going back to Drudge. Ooh, that would be a good one too. I was thinking about USA Today. Yeah, I go to the, their CNN sometimes, and uh, USA Today. Uh, I'm sorry, Drudge, because he hates Trump now, and it, it collects a lot of stories that I find helpful, and then a variety of sites which are more. Uh, opinion based or filling in the the blanks like there's a bl- there's a place that I go to marginal revolution uh it's a, a blog the guy is a libertarian I think but it's he has a lot of thought provoking links and I enjoy mm-hmm. I enjoy Vox and the Atlantic um but newsweek I, I throw in there with like CNN MSN Yahoo like reputable so I saw it posted yesterday and that's how I got into what you want to talk about. Um, it, I think it's a, a an epidemiologist from Yale saying no one's talking about this. The hydroxy stuff, if you do it this, this, and this way, it is a COVID cure. Um, and again, Newsweek, epidemiologist, Yale, I, I think it was Yale. That checks all the boxes for. Th- this should be pretty darn believable and factual. So then I kind of like reverse Googled and there were a lot of other epidemiologist calling this guy out as to why this wouldn't work. And to be quite honest, she's a woman, by the way. No, 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 no. That's some, that's somebody else. This, this was, this was a, I think is it, but it, it goes into that woman. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. This guy from Yale, his name is like Harvey Risch. He, he is an epidemiologist and he was the one that said, why aren't people talking about this? And, and again, Newsweek, all this stuff like checks boxes for believability. But again, other people's were saying this is a bad defense of, of this hydroxy thing. And I will, I will see that both Harvey and all the other epidemiologists are much, much smarter than me. And I can't figure out who is closer to my intelligence when it comes to super smart people. So it's the conundrum that we live in. But then there is, then there is this woman who takes away the shades of gray and you can go, okay, you're batshit fucking crazy or demon sperm crazy. So I went down. So, you know, you you know, so I lost like RIP. I lost like 10 people yesterday because one, I tried to like talk to her, but she was just like, uh, uh, this is I believe I said okay, girl. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So I like just deleted her. So I went down the rabbit hole of this doctor. If you want to call her a doctor, <laughs> I'll just I'll just call her a voodoo priestess because she's she has a thick African accent and like she's just out there. So I went to some of her YouTube channels and I'm not going to give away anything because it's just it's just putting. It's putting ranch dressing on a salad full of conspiracies. That's the best way to describe it. Well said. Um, well said. She is, and I said on my cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, because some of the stuff she talks about is beyond this world. Like It's like Jordan Peele. If you need new material for Twilight Zone, listen to some of her speeches, because they're just so out there. Didn't like, she I say think- people were injected with alien DNA? Uh, and that is how we build our immune system and 
the reason why we're constantly sick isn't because of the weather or seasons changing or like genes or DNA. It's because we have sex with demons in our sleep. And like, these are her words, not ours. And like, they're not, they, they, okay, sorry. they're not like me making this up. She's literally having this speech in front of like people who believe her. Like, yeah. she is like talking this, and pe- you hear people just go, mm hmm, yup, yup say it i'm like what is this weird demonic i mean you know what i'm not even saying demonic because that's offensive to those people what is this weird weird cult of stuff you're talking about like if you would have told me in 2020 that there'll be a doctor and she's a legit doctor she got like four doctorates like she's intelligent she's probably more smart than me and you put together would tell me the reason why i have diabetes and or asthma or a bad back is because I have consensual sex with demons when I sleep. Her words, not mine, you guys. And I was just like, what the hell? But like I said, I went to her YouTube channel, went down this rabbit hole. And that's only the funny thing, because that was the trending thing yesterday on Twitter and like Facebook was demon sex. But she says some really out there stuff that if you're ever bored and just need to entertain yourself without taking the Kool-Aid, Look up this woman's YouTube channel. There's about a good, I'll say like seven to ten videos. Like I said, I saw two and I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to be converted because who knows. But she's just, she's out there. Yeah. It, and like, it, 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 it's, it, it's bizarre. That's the best way to put it. It's hard when you've got like battling epidemiologists who are speaking in sound, reasonable ways. That woman... Like no, no, not at all, not not at all. Like you, you, you can't buy into that. That, and I honestly think that article sorcery? was shared. Yeah, that sorcery, exactly. I honestly think that article or that video of her talking was shared because it's the only one that kind of makes sense because she's not rambling and there's nothing like bizarre about it. Like she's talking about actual drugs that actual drugs or medication that we've heard about. But like, if you go beyond this book cover of hers and actually get into the text and chapters, you're going to get lost in chapter three. You're going to be like, what the hell am I listening to? Or what did I just read? Yeah, she's she's different. We'll yeah. put it that way. She has different methods. I'm not going to take any of her doctoral credits from her, but she definitely has a different method than my doctor who's over at St. Charles. We'll put it that way. And there's been some things that have made me think that I've seen posted lately. A couple of things have gone around, like how come no no people of note, experts, doctors, press conference people, TV news are saying, take care of your, your immune system, you know, the old-fashioned way. Get more exercise. Take vitamins, if vitamins even work. Um, eat a healthy diet, and so on and so forth. And I, I replied to the woman, and thankfully we didn't have, she, she agreed. I was like, if if you need people on the news, or I don't know, podcast people to tell you to have an apple and not seven tacos, uh, you know, the COVID's going to get you. I had three. Right. Um, and I didn't go down, I didn't get pulled into anything, into this vortex of this, this woman yesterday. And any of the hydroxy stuff, because I've been more disappointed that since baseball has been back, and you've probably heard, we talked about the Marlins yesterday, they're not playing any baseball games because of their outbreak until at least next Monday. Um, And I don't think this is a a nightmare for baseball, but it's, it's 
on par for how baseball has handled this compared to other sports, even all over the planet at this point in time, very recklessly and, and carelessly. And, and I'm all for, you know, I believe the people who are like, look, life has risks and you've got to step out there these days. And, and then they go too far and say, there's car accidents. Are so you not going to drive? Like that's a little much. But there's already enough risks, and then when you see baseball players, like last night, there was a benches-clearing brawl because one team went in retribution. So you had dozens of people yelling and screaming at one another all around um, the center of the field. Like, that's an... In front of their their fake-ass cardboard fans? How dare they? Yeah. I hate that. Uh, I'm sorry. It makes me so mad. That's that's an unnecessary risk. And I know that baseball had said, like, no spitting, no high-fiving. And it's it's hard to enforce that. And we always go back to our own behavior as we got told in the beginning, don't touch your face. Um, And then you see how much you touch your face. It's like saying, don't think about a pink elephant. But there's, like, I've seen far too many unnecessary risks and bad behavior happen in baseball for five days for this to go, this this is gonna this is gonna be a problem. Like this is why we can't get past this. And like we talked about yesterday, um, what what is in our DNA, individuality and freedom to do what we want, is actually keeping us from getting past this. So I was stuck in that all day and not crazy demon sperm lady. It didn't it, the hockey just start? Yep. yep Someone yep. tweeted that the other day, like it's hockey season. I go, how? Are yeah. they playing on Nintendo? Well, they're like, in a, you know what I mean? like they're in a bubble, uh, Edmonton and somewhere else. So those players are all confined, and but they're still playing with each other, and they have families to go home to. That's still sweat swapping. Well, well but the, the NBA and hockey is they're confined, like they're on a campus. So and, oh, so and, they're not like okay, I, I, I get it now. Okay, yeah, and the NBA and the NHL has been rigorous and detailed and diligent with testing major league baseball has not they've been very clumsy the tests have been delayed for instance uh one of the best players in baseball tested positive he he did not play in the opening game on thursday night but he i think he was tested the monday before and he he participated in workouts and scrimmages up through the middle of Thursday. So baseball has been so lax. And with how lax they are, their players are going out to dinner after games or home to their families. And it's it's really messy. It's they're re- supposed to be the boys of summer. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so that's what I was in yesterday. And I know you can't eliminate behaviors that you've done forever and ever, but you got to be more careful. But this is why we are where we are. I have to agree with you. Like, I just... Hmm. And and then you've got this woman and others of varying levels of believability saying, this is how we can get better. And I get it with, you know, testing numbers always changing because, again, this is novel. Like, not like read Charles Dickens. It's completely, utterly brand new. We're always learning new yeah. things about it. So the numbers are always changing. Like, I don't think the government or whoever is screwing around with death counts or positive tests or things like that. I think it's just, we're, we're le- like the test for this thing is four months old. So that right. when, when demon sperm lady comes out and people are already skeptical, they buy in and then they share it. And then before you know it, you know, we've got this in our hands. Well, it's kind of like, it's just like, just looking back at time. Cause like, I didn't really get into it. I just kind of said my piece and the person kind of like, 
I think they just sarcastically were just like, okay, but it was a text message, so that's up to interpretation. But it's kind of like I was telling someone about the AIDS epidemic. Like, I was maybe four or five at the peak of it, and, like, how many people had, like, lost their lives to it, Like, and there's still not, like, a cure for it. But it took, like, 25 to 30 years for actual good medication to work. Yeah. Like, I'm 37. I'm just now seeing HIV and AIDS medication on TV. And that's, like, we'll say 2017 to the present. You know what I mean? Like, I have been of sound, mo- sound mind, body, and soul to know that HIV and AIDS has always been around. But it took them to be, like, I was t- till I was 34 to first start seeing medication for it. So, like... Of course, everyone's going to have trial and error with stuff. I can't believe I'm going to agree with some of these stuff. But, like, you and you don't know unless someone actually does take it. And their flesh starts falling off. You're like, oh, we can't do that. That doesn't work. You know what I mean? So, like, in time, we'll get one. I think we'll get something. Cause think about the flu vaccine. The flu vaccine is only, what, like 15, 20 years old? I don't know. I don't like, know. It, it's fairly new, but the flu's been around since hell kings and queens have died of the flu in like the 1700s so like and like you just said we're we're only four months into learning about this you know so it's just i think i get why people share because i think they just want answers yeah but telling someone that they're having sex with demons is not the way to start you guys it really isn't i'm trying and to gals find- I'm trying to find mainly as women sharing that article yesterday, which I thought was so weird to me. I was like, normally I have like my dumb like guy friends do it, but like it was all like my lady friends. I was like, ew, what are you guys doing? No, 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 don't share this. I'm trying to find a really sobering quote or tweet that it's in a sports article that I read the other day from the head trainer of the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, and he talked about. Uh, wait, here it is. Here it is. Uh, just a little education. The fastest vaccine in the world in world history was four years, and that was for mumps. We're at five months now of COVID-19. Everybody asks that question of, how are you going to play football without a vaccine? Well, there are viruses out there like HIV that never got a vaccine. The common cold doesn't have a vaccine. Herpes doesn't have a vaccine. So we have other viruses that don't have a vaccine, and there's no telling uh, that we're going to get one for this. We have to go to the next step. If we get the vaccine, great but we have to go to the next step of testing. And at least, you know, for some of those, we know how they're how they're transmitted. And that's why, you know, you and I grew up in the safe sex uh, era where, you know, if like you had sex without a condom, you were basically going to die. Um, mm-hmm. And look, it, it turned us into this and we were able to really shut down a lot of STDs for a while. But this is, and this is what's so problematic about it. I even said to someone I was arguing with yesterday, on the uh, about this like look this is not that lethal but the fact that it's so contagious is such a big problem and people who don't know they have it are likely passing it and it spread mm-hmm. and from what at least i've read in the last couple of days uh it's not so much surfaces where you can catch this but people's droplets uh, that's why, you know, like the governor said yesterday, poker runs and parties and graduation events where people are close together, maybe not knowing they have it. That That's how it's being spread. Think about how easily when you work somewhere, the common cold or the flu spreads in the middle of wintertime because we're all we're all breathing the same airspace. So, um, look, again, it it's if you get it, it's not like HIV where 
you're going to get AIDS and die in the 80s, which is what we were scared into. Yeah, like it was a, it was a death wish. I mean, it was like it was like a what's the word I'm looking for back in the 80s. It was like once the doctor said that to you, you literally counted down the days till you died. Yeah. But like with here, like it's just you're you're not you're going to get sick. You you might have a bad cold. There might there might be long-term effects we don't know about. But if you're a, a pretty healthy young individual, Maybe the worst thing that you have to worry about, aside from your own, you know, symptoms, is passing it to someone that you didn't know you passed it to, and they die. Like that's and the worst. That's the worst of this. And people keep comparing it to like they're like, well, the AIDS epidemic and then no. COVID, they're very similar. I was like, they're not similar. Can I keep in mind? AIDS back in the day was called the the gay flu. Like, yeah. they didn't know it went to other people. They didn't know how it was passed on. They didn't know it was like. A bloodstream disease. Like, there was no way to... They literally thought you coughed on someone and you can get HIV. With this, with COVID, it's preventable, it's preventable early. Like, we know that if it is water droplets. If you talk to someone and you hit your teeth a little bit harder and you're like, hey, we're talking. And, like, you say talking and a little droplet gets on my nose and I breathe it in. That's how it spreads. So like, it's very preventable. Like, much like safe sex. I don't want to compare the two, but, like... You know, if you have something and you're getting ready to do it, you tell your partner, hey, I have herpes. Oh, and they're like, oh, either they say no or you put a condom on. It's the same type of measures just to be safe. Even easier. And I go back to what the the governor said last week. And I forget if I've said this multiple times now, if I had, I'm I'm sorry. But DeWine said it very simply or he made it sound very easy. And I use this again with this guy yesterday as we were discussing on Facebook. He said, he said, they said mask are a cure-all. No, nobody ever said that. But if, if you, if you responsibly and correctly wear a mask, if you regularly and responsibly wash your hands and sanitize your hands and you stay away from people, it's going to be nearly impossible for you to be afflicted by this. And those things are a lot easier than wearing a condom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, I honestly, and a lot of people have been talking. I don't think we're going to shut down again as a country. So I need people just to understand. So we're not is we're not going to get back to that because so many people are like outraged and stormed certain capitals and stuff. But if you're worried about a shutdown, just wear a mask. Like, and I'm not yelling at you. Like, if I see someone without a mask, I just kind of go, huh, okay. But I got mine on, so. I'm protecting you and me because yeah. I'm not selfish. Okay, so whatever. I, I think I think you're right. It, it's it, we're not going to shut down again. Uh, I don't know how bad it would have to be for for things to get like quarantined again, like it was before. But, but keep in mind it, the numbers are worse than when we first started. So I'm like, we're never yeah. going to shut down again. We're good. And and I know that you know we had to flatten the curve, which was solely to give relief to uh, hospital workers and, and people on the front line so they wouldn't be overwhelmed. And we've gotten that, but we haven't beaten back the virus. And maybe the worst thing that will happen is this just goes on for ye- maybe, I don't want to say years, but maybe it's 18 months of, of this. Things are opening and closing. Capacity is going up and down. It, it impedes life just enough to be a really bad annoyance. And if you don't want that, do the things I just... Wear a mask responsibly, wash the fuck out of your hands, and stay away from people. It, yeah, It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's also a conversation we've had since we were kindergartners. We just yeah. had to add, we just added masks, okay? Like, uh, 
Well, first thing you learn when you are potty trained, or even after you're done eating your sloppy, sloppy Joe on a summer day, or your spaghettios, your mom or dad or your guardian says, "Go wash your hands." Remember, and then as a kid, you fight, so they go with you and they wash their hands with you. Right, it's like it. We, it's something we. It, it should be instilled in everyone's brains just to constantly wash your hands. Did you wash your hands, or did you just turn the water on? I just turned. Um, I was a hand washer, but I wasn't. I was a boy. Oh no! I turned the water on and just ran my hands under the water. And my mom would always do this, and she listens to the podcast. She can co-sign this. She'd be like, "Let me smell your hands," and I'd right. be like, oh. "And that smells like boy." There's no soap sitting on there. I'm like, I washed it off really well. But yeah. like as I got older, I realized soap does have a scent. So yeah, Those I was a boy. I would just run my hands underwater, but now I. I now sing the thong song. I've adapted. Like, I legit, every time I wash my hands when I'm at work or when I cook something, I'm like, dump like a truck, truck, truck. That's like, what, what, what? Oh, I long. Like, I sing the whole thing. I'm like, oh, I'm now doing that. So, yeah, you have to just adapt. Do you, uh, you ever turn the shower on and not take a shower? Oh, no, I was a shower whore. My mom... She had to tell me as a teenager to stop taking a shower because I ain't paying no damn water bill. Right. <laughs> you ain't paying no damn water bill? Like, I was that kid. I was always in the shower. Fine. Are you with it? Tiana, is your yep. brother in there masturbating again? Oh, that conversation. That's a whole nother segment. Um, la- last last thing, because I know you got to roll early, and, and that's cool. Um, Do you like true crime stuff? I know we talked about, like, murder stuff yesterday, documentaries. So, like the first forty-eight type of stuff. Yeah, that's Tiana's alley. Okay, I my sister could commit the perfect crime. So, like the closest thing I get to true crime stuff is Law and Order SVU, and or Dateline NBC when it's on repeat during the day. So, like yes and no, but I don't seek it out as my sister. She has first forty-eight like DVR and programmed on her thing, and Investigation Discovery, whatever channel that is, is always on in her apartment. All right, well, so send it's this, in our it's in our blood, but I'm not the one who watches it. Send this her way. Uh, I'm not this person either. But uh, Caitlin from the Blade, do you follow her? Caitlin's a cute brunette girl. I feel like I should. Okay, so Caitlin has uh, part of the reason she came to the Blade a couple of years ago was to help start a podcast, and I think she's done something like this where she used to work in Colorado. But anyway, she started Code 18 Unsolved. Uh, a man, Alvin Darrow, went missing from here three years ago, and he was he was out working on a motorcycle or something th- th- someday or one day, and then just gone. And um, they never found the body. Nothing. It's your your standard missing person. Are they dead? Where are they? This is so mysterious, kind of thing. And I guess usually the police don't like cooperating like things like this because it. it could make them look bad. In this case, she's like they want they wanted to ha- they they wanted the community's help. They wanted to do the podcast so they could, you know, put a bow on this story. So it's right. called Code 18 Unsolved and um I listened to the first episode and again, not my genre of things to listen to, but I will go on to the second one. So if you're a true crime person, um I think you'll find this highly enjoyable. Okay. Sometimes it, I don't think I watch some of them because they freak me out. Because like that, like what you just said, where he at? Where he be? Alvin, where you at? Well, it's a uh, it's a it's a podcast, and it's like twenty five minutes long per episode, so not a lot of investment. And to what you just said, 
Did I don't know if I retweeted this at you yesterday that uh who all over there? The new version of that is is it black owned? Is it black? <laughs> who all over there? Oh, that's so, funny. Uh after blood work, you've got work, work till what time? Oh, I picked up a shift. Oh, I'm only there till 4. So technically 10:45/11 slash 11 to 4. People have been pretty were pretty selfish and bratty. Um, when when things first opened back up over there, has it gotten any better? Yeah, it's been pretty decent. Knock on, hold on, because I don't want to deal with people today. Um, it's been pretty decent. Like you know, it, like I said, I told, I said this before. The days of browsing and window shopping are over. Back to the mask controversy. If you don't want to wear a mask, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Come into the store, have your game plan, be like, I need these three, these three things. The the days of browsing are over. The year, the days of making a list and handing it to an employee, be like, I need everything on this list. We're okay with that. I'll grab your list and I'll make your basket for you, ma'am. I get it. So they've been pretty respectful. Good. There's been some people who are just like, Ugh, or like, like we had a woman the other day who forgot to put her mask on. We didn't. We didn't even get a chance to remind her. She saw the sign that says, "You're required due to what's going on. It is a requirement by Ohio, whatever law or whatever state mandate to wear the mask." And she saw it, and she was just like, "Oh, good grief!" But like, I just think that was more on her, like forgetting to put it on. Okay, so. good. Well, I'm glad it's gotten better. Uh, Casey's back on Monday, I think. Is he? He, her, her, her. I said it, Casey. <laughs> Casey. Uh, Casey at the mall. Oh, I think you about Casey. Sales Casey. No, 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 no. I no, no. I said hello. Uh, Kate, I don't see any of them, um, but I talked to Casey a couple times per week. Uh, her Casey at the mall, Casey, and she's been on furlough or laid off, but she's back on the first, I think, so I'll have her come visit you. Okay, I'll be there. Okay. Um, have a good uh, Have a good. Rest of your day, and I'll. I'll Are we doing our COVID Christmas songs? Because I made a list too. Did, uh, well, it's seven forty-three, so we'll do it tomorrow. Okay, deal. I don't want to hold you up. All right, I All will right. text you later. All <gasps> right, get it. Demon sex. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for staying here at the end of the podcast. As we talked about in the beginning, Floyd was peeing, um, and now you can hear it. I said, "Don't be recording this. I'm totally peeing." <laughs> That's a solid stream he got there. Yeah, it's been built up since last night when I fell asleep at 11. <laughs> <laughs>